Good morning, everyone. It is Jen the Builder. And Corey. And it's the beginning of February. Welcome. Glad we made it through January. We want to start today very intentional with the fact that this is the first day of Black History Month. Awesome. And we're celebrating. We've got a good, strong lineup. Of course, first and foremost, we're honoring Black History Month, and we're also talking about couples and what they've gone through and what they will do to chase their passion. So please stay with us. Absolutely. But Corey, let's start with Black History Month. What do you have to share? Well, the first thing I wanted to share was that uh, we are honoring special people in our lives and special people that existed on this planet. And one of those special people is Cicely Tyson, one of the greatest American black actresses and models that ever graced the silver screen. Powerful legacy, born in 1924, lived a long, rich life. Cicely was very well known for her roles in, in Hollywood and not compromising who she was or who she thought the black people were that she was supposed to be representing. So it was just a really interesting life to see and follow and to know about. Yeah, Corey, you shared with me earlier some details about Cicely Tyson and what she stood for and what she used her voice for. Can you share a little bit of that? Yeah, well, she was very well known for not taking roles that didn't represent the people that she was supposed to be representing. And in those days, black people had to play a certain part or a certain role. They had to say certain lines to give credit to people that didn't deserve the credit. And she just would not do those type of things. It was amazing to watch some of the stories that I I remember seeing as a kid and then understanding later in life that this is a person who knew who she was and wanted to represent to the fullest and just always used her voice and her power, whatever power that may have been at the time. And it's interesting that you say at that time, because let's think, guys, that time she was born in 1924 to be female and to be a female of color and to use her voice. That is bold, courageous, no fear. Corey, I think it ties to a word that you're going to introduce today, and it's her passion for exposure. So we'll be right back and talk about that. So today we're going to highlight a word that I really found so wonderful and so enjoyable to look up. The word is exposure. And just to give you the definition, it starts here. The revelation of an identity or fact, especially one that is concealed or likely to arouse disapproval. And that word has controversy written all over. Oh, yeah. And I love it. (laughs) What do you think about that word, Jen? I love it because in my mind, exposing something means you're opening it up to truth. And yeah, sometimes it is going to cause disapproval, especially when it's been the lie that everyone's been sold and that we've believed in. Mm. I'm down for exposure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Expose it all. (laughs) (laughs) So with that word being one of the words that I'm really drawn close to simply because of the month that we're in, which is February and is notorious for being Black History Month. I don't want to find myself trying to give people gotcha moments and aha moments. I just like to put out the facts and let you decide where the truth really lies. Love that. So let's talk about black history, which is one of my passions. Mm -hmm. Black history in the book say that slavery began around 1619. 
Okay. And that 12.5 million slaves were brought from Africa to the Americas over a 200 year span. With that being said, I had to know how many people per voyage were brought at one time. To my amazement, there were approximately 200 to 650 slaves per voyage. Each voyage took three months in the very beginning. And then they narrowed that time frame down to a six-week time span, which is still a lot of time to be on the water and navigating those kind of situations because this wasn't like a, a river or a lake where it's just peaceful, calm waters on a yeah. on a regular basis. You're talking about one of the most tumultuous parts of the ocean that they had to travel over. And so lots and lots of lives were lost and lots and lots of people starved. Right. And lots and lots of people to even survive that trek committed suicide mm. during these times. So I just wanted to put those facts out there and let you decide what's real, what's not, and how it actually came about. Every day, elevate. Every day. Okay, as you guys know, we do the national days, and that's been our theme so far, and it will continue to be that way because it just works. Corey, I'm excited for the pieces of nuggets, the pieces of truth and possible exposure that's about to occur And I say that with the biggest smile because it's moments like these where I learn. And that's the whole point of this, right? Absolutely. Is to have conversations from our point of view, from the things that you've researched, the things that I'm thinking, all of that, sharing it with our listeners. And please, you guys have a voice in this too. We love, 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 love to know what you guys know, to hear what you guys have learned put the pieces together. So you guys know you can reach me on Instagram. You can go on jenthebuilder.com. We've got a Facebook page. Like there are ways to reach out to us. Oh, and by the way, if you like email, my email is jenthebuilder at gmail. So pretty simple to use your voice. We want to hear that. So let's go ahead, Corey, and start with something pretty fun. And today being February 1st is National Get Up Day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so get up, I'm taking it as like, Get up in the morning or whenever it is. Get moving. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was interesting, too, that in January we talked about starting with self-love. We mentioned a strong black woman at the beginning of this episode. I'm going to mention another one, and that's your mom. Yes. She has been discharged, guys, from the hospital and facility, and she's been there for over two months. And I'm just taking this moment to really show my gratitude for the fact that she is alive and well. And speaking of Black history, Corey, something I learned from being with you is when someone passes away, the funeral is called a home going home going service. Mm-hmm. And just a few days ago, we got to celebrate her homecoming. Yeah, that's amazing. Right. Thank I, you for pointing that out. And so, guys, if you hear some noise in the background and you hear like coughing or laughing, that's just our mom getting better. And we welcome the noise of healing and recovering. Yes, indeed. And I just wanted to say that um, she is COVID free and she is getting better and better and stronger every day. And it was a challenge. And to hear her journey and how she navigated day after day, going from the hospital to rehabilitation to now being in the home. Incredible. And at some point in time, we will have her on so she can share that story and you guys can be amazed just as we are. Yeah, you guys are going to love her. She's a great storyteller and she has all these 
different ways to express herself, you know, different sayings and quotes and mottos that I've never heard, but it works. So in honor of Get Up Day, I want to say this. Since, you know, she's been here, of course, there have been adjustments. I just want to really recognize the importance of morning routine and mindset, especially when you're a caregiver. You know, I see you, Corey, and the work that you're doing and helping her recover and taking care of her. I fill in as I can. And if we didn't have the right amount of sleep, if we didn't have the right morning mindset and the positivity and the energy, you can see where you would quickly burn out. Yeah, and be depleted on a regular basis. Yeah. So in honor of Get Up Day and the caregivers and Women's Physicians Day, which is just in a couple of days, we really want to pay special recognition to people who are taking care of people. And we see how difficult it can be. So please take care of yourselves and practice self-love. All right. I'm going to start with free at last, free at last. Thank God almighty. I'm free at last. That was from one of my favorite movies growing up called Beaches. That was actually from Martin Luther King's speech, but yeah. No, but it was, oh my gosh, that, well, they used it in that movie too. They did. <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, <laughs> so how appropriate, because we're also today, February 1st, is freedom from slavery. True, indeed. And Corey, I want to give you the honors to break this down, what your thoughts are when we hear freedom from slavery. Oh, man, my first thoughts are are definitely being freed in so many different areas of my life and so many different areas of people's life. It's not just about chains and bondage, although it does cover that. But freedom starts in the mind. And once you're able to free your mind, everything else just kind of falls in order and comes along Just like that. In a snap of the fingers, once you free your mind from being in any kind of bondage, be it abuse, addiction, any kind of thing that's going to hold you down, hold you back and keep you from moving forward, free your mind first, and then you'll see the rest of your life change. So I want to break that down because I think for me, we hear some of these phrases and a lot of these quick, hard hitting points and they're motivational for sure. But when we're talking about freeing your mind, it's so much easier said than done. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because our mind is really held to captivity by the things we feed it. So let's talk about that. Wow. In March, we have decided that we're going to talk about detoxification. And there's another great word, but I'm, you know, I'm excited about these things. But I want to talk about this right now. Freedom from what you're feeding your mind. What does that look like, Corey? Like, what are some things that we are intentionally doing to support the freedom? For me, and please don't take any of this that I'm telling anyone, you have to do this, or you should feel this way, or you should practice this. I'm simply saying for me, it was important for me to free my mind from television. Mm -hmm. I needed to walk away from the tell lie vision (laughs) i just (laughs) i had to i found myself spending way too much time sitting in front of the tv i found myself getting so engulfed in reality shows and 
just all the all the things that unplugged me from reality. And I needed to get back to the core of who I was. And the only way I could do that was to walk away from something that was keeping me there for roughly three to five hours a night. And then when you look at that time span over a week and over a month, you realize, well, I realize I'm wasting a lot of time. I'm not moving in the right direction. It's like a full-time job. It is a full-time job. (laughs) You're doing five hours a night for seven days a week. That's 35 hours. Yeah. And when you put it into that perspective, because you started us off with numbers, right? Mm -hmm. The truth. Yeah. I think that's such an important fact, Corey, because, you know, we're talking about time management in our team and in meetings that I'm in. What are you currently spending your time on? And that's an easy breakdown. It's as simple as a log. Get curious about, you know, people do it for finances. What are we spending our money on? What are we swiping our cards for? Do that with your time. What are you focused on? Be free to do the things that give you knowledge right that add to your purpose that give you substance you know and again we're not knocking tv because i'll put on tv at the end of the night just for some downtime (laughs) i don't know if anyone's this way but there's the comfort of certain noise when i'm like coming down and some people listen to rain sounds and i do that as well but it's the noise factor that's calming so hearing people cook comforts me i don't i don't know what that is but yeah we tried the the rain and thunder and lightning and all that stuff uh on on the alexa but (laughs) well ended up just sounding like static (laughs) all the sounds combined i was like static (laughs) and explosions and i woke up like what is going on yeah so that didn't work for me right okay cool so we're talking about look at um the amount of time you're spending on one thing spread it out get a variety Mm -hmm. You know, how else can we free our minds or another thing that you do? I look at the system that we currently operate in and I make sure that whatever we're being asked to do in this system. Okay. I make sure that it's something rational, reasonable, and something that I can actually accomplish. There are things Mm. that we are being asked to do that we cannot accomplish. For example, most Americans believe that they can accomplish a healthy lifestyle off of a regular nine to five job. And that's not possible. And Mm. it's been proven over and over and over. So I practice the freedom of trying to do things differently. One way I do things differently is I operate in my own business. I operate in my own hobbies to make money or to find compensation one way or another outside of the nine to five. Okay, I can see that. And so that goes along with take time off. Absolutely, yeah. Right? You've got time saved up for vacation or holiday, take it. I have had the pleasure of experiencing people, even though they can't really travel right now, the things that they're doing, staycations, or just taking the moment to go take a walk, enjoy nature, go camping. uh, That's very freeing. Yes. Because that time of nine to five can hold you captive. I am the first to say I know all about it, where work ruled my life, mm-hmm. literally. I mean, I my days weren't even outside of nine to five. Yeah. I didn't realize, Jen, that so many companies allow their employees to work outside of the nine to five, the eight hour day job. And even to the point of working 10 to 12 hours a day and allowing that to happen, whereas- Like our- the 410s, is that what you mean? No, no, I'm, I mean- 40 hours plus Uh overtime. 
So after the 40, oh, wow. after the 40 hours, you're still putting in 10 to 15, sometimes even 20 hours more. And I'm not talking about COVID time. I'm talking about regular time. And that's where a lot of people spend their bondage and slavery at. Absolutely. I understand, too, that we've got to be good stewards of what we have. I'm grateful for my job and I'm going to do what I have to do. But we encourage you guys to balance that out. It's so important. And don't get yourself to a point where, like you said, Corey, you're held captive to the time and to your job. Like that becomes your life. I love how we're going with the theme time, Corey. And time is really just spoken to me lately, especially with the experience with your mom. Mm-hmm. And we didn't plan this either. And that I love that about these conversations. You just start seeing like, okay, we're getting the same message. We're being taught the same thing, you know? So I am grateful because we have this time in the podcast and this is that moment to seize and to capitalize. And when I say capitalize, I don't mean money because guys, we're not making money off this. This is just pure passion, pure I am freed from the thought that everything I do has to make money. And at this time, we have an opportunity to have the freedom to do this, to have a podcast where we can speak freely about any subject that we want to. We want to keep that option and that freedom to be able to do so. When you talk about being able to have downtime, a lot of this is downtime for us. A lot of this is us being able to relax and enjoy talking to our friends, which is everyone listening and talking to each other Mm -hmm. and just really getting deep into some good feelings. I had a very horrific story told to me just yesterday. A friend of mine called me and explained to me that um, during this COVID crisis, he lost his stepfather, his sister, a cousin, Mm. and then he was on life support for some time. Wow. And this has all happened within the last six to eight months. And so as you brought up time, time is precious. And what you do with your time in your free time. And again, it goes right back to freedom. It goes right back to the freeing of your mind, understanding what you have the ability to do. He's so grateful and appreciative of his freedom now. He's so Mm. grateful and appreciative of his free time now. He told me that he's now playing board games with his family. He makes sure that they have dinner together. He makes sure that they all come to the dinner table and that they, you know, do their family free time together. Corey, I had to pause there for a moment because that really puts things into perspective and exactly where it should be. Where are we spending our time? Because right now we've just lost the last however many minutes. And how did we spend that time doing this podcast? And that's time well spent. And like you said, it is freeing and it all starts with our minds. Every I know you guys didn't think we were done. We have our favorite time of this podcast, and that's our P.S. Corey, do you mind if I start with a P.S.? You do your thing. Glad to have you do it. For me, hearing this episode, it really gets me in a very pensive state of mind. And that's interesting because we were talking about minds and, and where I'm spending my time. And I am proud to say that most of my time is well spent and I'm grateful for the time that we still have. And for me during this moment to show my appreciation for the time I have is really being focused on my health. 
For me, the celebrating moment is to be able to enjoy my life, quality of life, and with the people I love, spending time the way I'm supposed to. I'm just going to say it like this, Jim, because you kind of wrapped it up very well with your P.S. And I'm just going to say P.S. for me is enjoying freedom. And like we always say here at Take the Elevator, look up and let's elevate. elevate. Every day.